Hello and welcome to the Jefferson Migraines podcast. I'm Helen Monk and I'm joined once again by the deadly duo of... Pete McManus. And Ian Harrison. You two boys sound thrilled to be here tonight. Um, someone's hosting again, boys. I am not enjoying this game anymore. No, so. no. I don't so, want to do the podcast anymore. <laughs> there, was, there was an episode about two weeks ago, maybe th- two or three weeks ago, just before the start of the season, where Ian referred to himself. And I think, I think you, but I'm, no, I'm going to be, I'm just sort of like backing you up a little bit in that I think he meant all of us and he, he used the word expert and me and Ian are firmly not in that camp as it stands. <laughs> I did, I did use sarcastic air quotes though. Yes, true. Yeah. How yeah. did you get on this week then, lads? Um, I'm 0-3. Well, well, to be fair, we should be clear that we are, this makes it worse, so yeah. I don't know why I brought this up, but. Due to work commitments, we are on re- my behalf. We are yeah. recording this early, so we're recording before the Monday night games, and I'm still 0-3 without any doubt of that changing, barring a 45-point night from Nick Chubb, which let's face it, is not going to happen. So, no, I'm- I I need uh, George Pickens 23-point night to stop me from going 0-3. Oh, that could happen, yeah. potentially. I'm assuming it won't. Deontay's out. I'm assuming it's not going to happen. No. But it could happen. I might, I might not even stay up and watch it. He's, out of he's just going to sit here until we ask him how he did it. So, yeah, how on. did how did you do, H? Currently, I'm sat at four and one with the possibility of going five and zero. Oh. Well, it's very pleased for you. Cheers, Pete. Um, I know fantasy football, but I don't know football. Is uh, fair to say. And yeah. we'll get onto this. Should we get onto it quickly. now? Do you want to do it now? Yeah, I'll I'll just do it now. Get it over and done with. Well, you, no, you're you not can have your moment. I'm going to bring it up at least more three more times because it's all I've got. So. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> so, um, we're going to start off with the exact same thing that we did last week, and that's uh, apologies and uh, appreciations. My apology is the the Texans. Um, Texans, in all honesty, it was a humbling defeat. Um, we weren't good enough. The better team won. I think. Agreed. One, yeah, well, I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> he, I, I'll be honest. I think Shane Steichen did a great job coaching in terms of because even when at least Minshew you didn't let Gardner in, Minshew and Zach Moss carve you up. Yeah. So. What, what I think what's the most annoying thing for for me, and it's something that I have actually written down on my notes for this one, is first time ever. We sat, sat there making notes while the game was going yeah, on. I was. Yeah. I'm going to make no, a point of this. It was, What's m- more annoying is last week our defense was pretty good against the Ravens. This week it was absolutely awful, and that's been really kind to it. There was n- ready for this one, Pete. This one will cheer you up. There was no minus uh, minus yard plays for the Colts throughout the whole course of the game. We are brilliant, though. <laughs> I'm not. Going I'm not going to buy all the way. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm no. not buying on that one. Um, what, what do we predict the Colts are going to be? Nine and six? No. No, sorry, more six, than that. Six, 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 six and eleven. Six, six and, eleven, and eleven, and the Texans were going to be six and eleven, l- losing both games to the Colts as well. So, 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 are we so saying far, the Colts so... are better than six and eleven then? No, no, because we, we give them that 11. win. Um, I tell you what, I think Richard, it was Richardson's a really good game to Richardson's watch. Richardson's well. imp- impressed me though, so I think yeah. the D's look good at times, but I mean we've given up about 60-odd points in two weeks, so you can't say it's looked that good. But Richardson has impressed me, just whether, I mean, he'll probably miss this week, I reckon. I don't know. It's tough with concussion, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. I can't see. More likely to miss this week than if it was a muscle injury. 
I think what the the thing for the Colts is though, Gardner Minshew didn't really look out of place. I mean, granted, you lost he's a your good run. Back. He's yeah, a good backup. He's he's arguably one of the best backups, yeah. if not the best backup in the NFL right now. I can't think. Mike of... White. No, we're not going to elite Mike White. Um, Possibly, he's up there. But Mike, Mike yeah, no, don't, we don't need to spend any more time talking about Mike White and Gardner <laughs> Minshew, do we? Um, but yeah, uh, as I said, it was a humbling defeat. There was some positives. I will take. I will take the positives. The offense looked all right at times. Um, CJ Stroud passed for 384 yards, which you'd take that. It's just a shame that it was in a losing course. And what's actually awesome is he's now passed Justin Fields for 300 plus uh, throwing games, and Justin Fields has played 30 games or something like that. Nice. I know it's not is, really hard, is, but... Is there any chance of Stroud throwing any of those to Schultz? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> and that friend is me, because yeah. I'm desperate for he, Schultz um, to do something. Did he, get, he got 40-odd receiving yards yesterday. He got five points in fantasy. Uh, that's in half PPR, though. In fact, I mean, I would take I think five he got, points. I think he got eight There's points. There's Kyle Pitts in... owners out there who are, <laughs> who are scratching their, their head again. Any Kyle Pitts owners out there that want to trade for Dolan Schultz, come at me. I will trade you instantly. For Kyle Pitts? No, that's a good stickler. Um, I saw a tweet today. He's on the set. After two weeks of the season, he's got the same amount of catches as he had last year. He might have about 20 more yards or 18 more yards, but he's basically on the same trajectory he was last year. The comeback is, season is on. Six or, seven, six or seven games, and then he'll get injured, and that'll be the end of his year. So this breakout we keep expecting from Kyle Pitts isn't happening. Like London had a, a better game, though. He did. He did. And that might be the problem with fantasy for the Falcons, though, is picking the player that's going to be, other than Bijan, who's clearly a talent. Um, Monster and a freak. Yeah. I think picking the player that the other player that's going to score points each week is going to be difficult so um either of you two got any apologies you want to make i'm going to make a mild apology because i went a little bit all in on the bengals last week and said that they were <laughs> said that ev- all of them were going to be brilliant and if i had just stuck to t higgins having a bounce back game then that that would have made sense but joe burrow got it going in the second half but not to the level i said he was going to be at and Jamar Chase is killing my fantasy teams. Um, I still believe in him, but he's killing them because he's in most of them. So, uh, <laughs> and I thought he was going to take me to lots of titles. And I think I still believe, but it's not. It's been a rough couple of weeks. You can stick with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't drop Jamar Chase. Even if Burrow doesn't play this week. Yeah. It probably makes it a better. They've got a, like, a, a, the, you're that good. You're spam him. You're that good a team. He's just got to get better at some point. Yeah, there's enough. other problems I have which we'll get to in a minute or we'll get to later in the podcast but uh, Jamar Chase has got to stay in there so. yeah Ian? no I've got nothing to say <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I, don't, I don't recall saying anything that was massively incorrect last week not you want me to you want me to apologise for backing the Packers you backed the Packers with so much confidence no, last no, week there, there wasn't so that they, they, they lost but they lost on a last minute field goal yeah, so I don't care do you know what else it's he not like they got blown out is it what, what he, both of you can also apologise for he's both been terrible at fantasy football this week I feel well, we'll move well, I'm, on. I'm, I'm apologising to myself for that, really. Ian, yeah, Ian so. doesn't want to apologise. He doesn't want to own up to his mistakes, so we'll move on. Uh, appreciations. Who's got an appreciation other than Pete and the Colts? Oh, not, that's, why can't I talk Go about, on. Why can't Go I talk on, about, have no. your moment. No. Episode on the Colts. 
Yeah, we're just going to have the same conversation we've just had about the Colts. Yeah. No, I will. I'll, I'll, obviously, I'll mention the Colts. I I backed them, but so did Ian. Well done, Ian. Um, that was going to be my appreciation as well, wasn't it? My appreciation. I'm I'm going Chiefs. You two didn't believe in the Chiefs. No, you're right. I thought that, I, um, I, I, that could I, be my apology. I apologise to the Chiefs. They didn't look great. No, they didn't look great, but they do have a they do have an ability to get it done, and I think Mahomes is that sort of quarterback that. He will just get it done. When I was really Kelsey. disappointed, really disappointed with the Jags. I thought they looked that that game was there to to win, and they just didn't look like from the bits I saw in red zone. They just didn't look like they were up for it at all. Yeah, my call last week was the Chiefs are there for the taking, or I thought they were yeah. there for the taking. But I think the Jags have maybe missed a huge opportunity there. Yeah, yeah. agree. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, Ian, have you got an appreciation you want to set? Because uh, obviously you've not you've not put an apology in there, so you no. must pick yourself well, up apo- for I just, something. I just apologise to the Chiefs, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, d- ten minutes late. <laughs> well, still, uh, apology still an apology. All right, go on then. So is, I, is that what you tell Suits? So, <laughs> so, so last week I called the Colts beating the Texans. <laughs> no, you're not having this. Yeah, let's just keep moving. Oh, this this will make my. I'm in a really bad mood. So if we could just bring this up as much yeah. as possible. But my, my appreciation is, since we started this podcast, I've been saying the Bengals were going to go 0-2 start yeah. the season. And we have gone 0-2. Yeah. So I, you did, you called I, it. I will reluctantly pat yeah. myself on the back. You see, yeah, you seem un- un- <laughs> unnecessarily happy about how, <laughs> yeah. how, how oh, you yes. called that right. I was, I was sat there watching him when we gave beat. I was like, ah, I, I was did, right. <laughs> I did say this was going to happen. I can't wait to tell the podcast this. Uh, my appreciation is for uh, my waiver claim last week and that is Puka Nakua and I again just want to say his name more than anything but uh, again another an unbelievable solid, level solid of um, catches he's on he's coming off my taxi rank this week in Dynasty yeah he's yeah. coming out of mine yeah. 100% if you, if you anyone who's getting that he's not he's not found the end zone yet and it doesn't matter I when he's still I saw, a, uh, I saw a I saw a graph today of all the routes he run and I don't think he made it past 20 yards. He doesn't go very far down the field, but that's was, Matt Stafford. He's the new Michael yeah. Thomas. Matt Stafford loves that, loves that guy, doesn't he? And, I'm, yeah. and the, the thing is with him, I wonder, he's either going to drop off a cliff or... He, I mean, he's going to come back towards zero, but he, he could drop off a cliff when Cooper Cup comes back. If. But that's he, a big thing. It's like, is if, if he comes and back. If. And that's if, why I thought in Dynasty, I'm like he's coming off my rank. He's going in for the next two games because I'm just going to try and take advantage of it while it's there. If it, I, so he's going to bomb this week. Yeah, I, I, I will pick up whoever you drop. <laughs> do, you want, see, do you want some Margie P. Ryan? <laughs> I can I'm, see I'm, him I'm, still getting quite a lot, a lot of. In my team. I'll stay. We've interrupted him three times now. He's trying to say something about the Texans D. Don't start. Don't <laughs> yeah, they're not bad. Oh, someone's won a game after they. Um, no, no, with, I'm not. <laughs> with, in fantasy, uh, all the Bengals. Yeah. With with Nakua and the fact that he's built. A relationship up with Stafford, even if Cooper Cup comes back. I granted, I don't think he's going to get the numbers that he's currently getting, but he is a, he is a brilliant wide receiver too for the Rams. So he's still going to. He, he, he is. I'll be honest, he's better than some of the trash that you've got in your dynasty. He is, team. but if you're not going to have him and Cup both running the same type of routes and 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 just being in the same space, you're going yeah. to need someone to stretch the field. So. Van Jefferson, well, yeah, two two or Van Jefferson's still going to be in there. So then, then he becomes kind of third choice receiver. Yeah. But I mean, he's playing so well that I mean, he's, McVeigh's going to find a way to use him. Any so. yeah, Mc, McVeigh's a pretty 
genius when it comes to these types of things. Let's move it on. Next is our MVP. I'm going to steal this one, boys, because I have um, a moment that I, uh, I regretted last night with you two. So at halftime of the Giants... Not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> so at halftime of the Giants game... never regret it with me. <laughs> <laughs> halftime of the Giants game, I sent a message to you two saying, Dan Jones is getting cut. I hate him. I don't know why I've picked him. It should be your apology. It's not my apology because it was a brilliant pick in the end. Um, so at halftime, Dan Jones had uh, 0.58 points. Uh, he went on to be my MVP by scoring 30 points. <laughs> um, he scored 30.74 points. He scored 30 point. He's still not very good. 30 just making point, that clear. Yeah, 30.2 points in the, in the second half. He ended up with 321 passing yards, 59 rushing yards, uh, two passing TDs, one rushing TD, and turned the game around. I felt so sorry for the Cardinals because I thought they were brilliant in the first half as well. Um, but as everyone knows, I go to bed at halftime. This, this is this is the problem, though, is that they went in at halftime and they were flying and somebody from upstairs has come down and gone, now, now, lads, yeah. what do we, you think you're doing? We want the you first need, overall You need pick. to calm this down a little bit, <laughs> let him run a bit more, drop off his receivers a little bit, and then that was it. Nobody's yeah. doing that to him every week. He, um, it was 30 some points in one half is pretty, pretty incredible. So, Well played, Daniel Jones. Yeah. So I, I openly admit, um, he is he he isn't getting cut anymore. Um, I'm going to keep him, but uh, Justin Herbert is probably going to be back on there uh, for next week. I've not had a look at the matchups though, so. Um, uh, so so you've not prepped for the predictions later then? No, not as a. I have pre- I have prepped for the predictions, but I haven't prepped my fantasy teams because I like to develop them. This is why I'm five uh, four and one slash five and zero oh today, and you guys are zero oh and three. Uh, anyway. MVP for which one of you wants to go first, Pete? Yeah, I'll go. Keenan Allen um, was my one shining light this week, and I've got him in two of my three teams. Uh, he went eight catches for 111 yards and two touchdowns, and looked like the player that I wanted him to be and, yeah. and drafted him to be. And unfortunately, he couldn't come anywhere near saving either of them. But uh, he was my MVP for the week. He did really well. Yeah, well, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier to do with uh, Eckler being out, isn't it? Though. Yeah, I did think when when Eckler was ruled out that it could be his day, and it turned out to be that way. So he didn't necessarily put up the points last week, but he made up for it this week, and hopefully this is a sign of things to come from Allen. I think both of you called that though at the start of the year. I think you both said I was, oh, yeah, I was, I was high on Keenan Allen this year. Yeah, you, I think you said, both as long said, as he can stay fit, you know, he's going to be. I put him in my top, top ten. 10 yeah, and that's it. He will. He, I mean, he will. He'll, he'll do. I think, he'll I, have, I think I had him as high as seven in my top ten. He'll have eight and nine weeks like that as long as as long as he can stay fit and he plays yeah. the, the full season and the good thing about him is his floor's pretty high in that he's always going to get five or six catches in it you would think like on a pretty standard week yeah, he's still so, receiver one isn't he yeah even if he doesn't find the end zone he's, he's still going to get he's got a pretty low low floor which is what I need when I look around the rest of my roster <laughs> yeah uh, Ian over to you and yours well my MVP is someone Pete called last week and it's T Higgins He's gone from zero catches off eight targets in week one to eight catches off 12 targets. And your two and a half minute rant that you had about him yeah. last week. 89 yards and two touchdowns, which equated to 28.9 points in PPR. So I was having, we were having a debate over whether to play him or not. It was between him, mm-hmm. Diop and Evans, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, 
believed in you, Pete. I yeah. believed in T Higgins. Thought he'd have a bounce back game. I stuck him in. So after last week, when he was my most worthless player, he's now on the flip side of that. He's back in my good books. I feel like there was a, a lot of that this week. There was a lot of players like getting right. We're going to come to another one in a minute. But like, there's players who had good weeks last week had not, you know, n- not necessarily didn't turn up this week. And the ones who really didn't turn up last week, Drake London being another one like we, we talked about before we were on air. Dan Jones for me. Yeah, Dan Jones just, was my worst player last there was week. A, there was a lot of people getting right this week. It just shows you you've got to stick with people for a few weeks in fantasy. It's just difficult when you're not winning in it. To, yeah, I think to the Drake London the game. Right, I think. I mean, if, you, if, if they're not throwing you the ball, you, you, can't, you can't catch you it. Can't do much yeah. really. Like you can't really blame Drake London for not turning up in week one. Whereas T Higgins in week one was targeted eight times. Yeah. So just a quick one on uh, T Higgins, then Ian. Uh, is he uh, is he back playing for the team now? After you said last week he uh, he didn't play for the team anymore, I think I think he's been sat down, been reminded the routes that he needs to run. And he's like, well, if, you, if you keep running reminded the wrong route, the only way to get you a contract, you're definitely not going to get paid, mate. If yeah. you keep playing like that, the only way you're going to get a contract is if you catch the ball. Yeah, so he's back in the game now. We'll jump on to most worthless player now. And Pete, do you want to take over this one? Yeah, I like to stream defenses. I think it's uh, I don't want to just stick with the same defense. If you can get the Cowboys D or something like that, brilliant. But I just leave it till the last minute. I like to stream it. I like to go from week to week. This week, I identified what I wanted: Broncos at home to the Washington <laughs> Commanders. Uh, Broncos are always have always got a good defense. They're always good at mile high. And I was like, right. This is the this is Washington. They're not that great. Thirty five flipping points they gave up. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, this is not this is not a top class. This is Sam Howell, and I don't like. I mean, we all hey. we all went reasonably hey. positive on what he could be, but still, is Sam Howell? I told you the preseason hype was real it's for just, Sam Howell. That's Pastor McLaren, though. Oh, in double filled. coverage. This is what I mean. It's just it was but, ridiculous. Yes, it was, but it was just it's just ridiculous. Like, in the first half, they, they they kept them down in the first half in terms of points, but they were still marching up and down the field and then missing field goal attempts and stuff. It could have been 40-plus points by the end. Yeah. And How's it, Antonio Gibson take looking? Terrible. <laughs> so he might be the other one that gets ditched <laughs> this week. There's going to be a bit... I've, I'm decided this year, and I that with, with all my fantasy teams, that I'm not going to be as loyal as I have been in previous years. There's going to be a lot more... Right, you're not doing it. Clear you out. Try and find oh, see, somebody else. I've, I've gone the other way. No, I, I'm giving people more chance. <laughs> I have to say that I'm doing that this year because last year I released Alave, Garrett Wilson, and well, that's just daft. And somebody else that uh, Brees, uh, no, yeah, Brees Hall, wasn't it? He traded Brees Hall. Traded to me. Brees Hall. Uh, to yeah, get a larvae that, back. That, that's that's the difference between being patient and just being daft. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> that's. I know. that's you know, that's letting rookies go after one week because they don't do it. This, this is, um, yeah, it's a Broncos day for me. Yeah. The thing is, when you, when you they're, stream, they're when you stream in D's, it messes with your waiver priority every week. No, because he does I it after waiver priority. Until after the waivers, ah, okay. so, so it doesn't that, affect him. We're only eight because it's eight team league. I've still got a choice of twenty four D's. So I'm like, right, I should be able to find one on that. Right, and like right. I said, I was quite happy. There's always two yeah. or three that I someone's got to be playing the commanders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will not be looking in that direction anymore. <laughs> so yeah. Broncos D. Ian? My most worthless player this week has been AJ Brown. I'm sure, I'm sure he's let down a lot of people he's this week. Me, yeah, he's let me down as well. 
Yeah, four catches off six targets for 29 yards, which is pathetic, really. Yeah. For him, yeah. Uh, only 6.9 points. He was on the field for 96% of the snaps as well. So, what is going on there? Hurts only threw the ball 23 times all game. Yeah, the Eagles don't look right either. No. Like, I've got to right, watch no. that game and they don't. I mean, they fought. However, when you're giving DeAndre Swift the ball, yeah. and he's going for 175 yards off 28 attempts. Yeah, twenty-eight attempts. Yeah, rushing. You also um, Devonte Smith uh, got quite a lot. Yeah, but it was only a couple of it was only a it was couple only, of catches. He, it wasn't, he just, it wasn't I know, but he scored a lot of points. Yeah, yeah, because he he got he caught, he caught catches deep. Yeah. yeah, and got in the end zone. Yeah, happens. I don't think I think he was targeted around the same as AJ Brown. What, what really? Well, he just took them deep and scored. AJ because I've got AJ Brown in Dynasty, and he's the one where I'm like. He's just got. You've just got to stick with him. He's gonna. He's gonna have his games, and he. Yeah. And they, they, I yeah. just assume that the, the Eagles are going to get slightly better. Well, he was. He was having a moan towards the end of the game. Yeah, wasn't he? he did. Yeah. So you know, he's becoming the new the, Stephon, the Stephon Diggs. Diggs. <laughs> yeah. So he's gonna come out next it's, week. It's worked for Stephon yeah. Diggs, hasn't it? So, so although he, they've got no one else, he's, to throw he's the ball obviously to. locked in for that bounce back week next week. Yeah. Uh, mine's Damian Pierce. Uh, absolutely fuming. Um, Damian Pierce was a close second for me as well. If yeah. You, you hadn't have said you were picking Damian Pierce. Because yeah. he's let me down two weeks running. Yeah. Um, I, he did come up against a great team. He didn't. In um, a really <laughs> tough matchup. What, what's, what's, you, I mean, you were unlucky, but not that unlucky because you were completely outclassed. What really annoys me is I've, I I obviously listened to quite a lot of Texans. It, 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 was, it was just boys v men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, quite, I listened to quite a lot of Texans people. That, um, that must have been funny over the last 24 hours. And, <laughs> not today is not. And they... they like there's so many people are coming up with the excuses of the O line's not good enough. It, I'm not having it. You play who's in front of you, and you play with what you've got. Everyone's going to go through injuries. And Damian Pierce last year was a monster. So far this year, he's been terrible. I think he's had 30 carries for something ridiculous, like 50 yards. He only he carried 15 times for 31 yards, and one of those carries was 10 10 yards yesterday. Not good enough. Um. I'm 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 going into a Texans rant here. But I won't. Um, it just not good enough, and he 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 was poor. Um, I know I had him in half PPR, so he only got four point five points rather than five point something. In he's not he's not a big but, he's not a big yeah. pass catcher anyway. No, and the fact that his runs are just not there at the minute. Yeah, kind of. It takes away his fantasy value, to be honest. Well, he, well, he's one of my three running backs in the league where I'm a running back short. So I've had to play him, especially with Eckler getting injured this week. Yeah, I had to play Damian Pierce. And I thought, come on, it's only the Colts. And nothing. Yeah. We should have done that, um, Rashad White, for Drake London trade and then played <laughs> them. And we both would have been better off. Fine, yeah. <laughs> I suppose just leaving them on the bench. Yeah. Um, after that, we're going to have a look at waiver claims this week. And um, Pete, I think yours is probably the most I'm, interesting I'm gonna go, one. I'm going to go first because mine isn't. He isn't going to be available on a lot of waivers, but he was available on one of ours. And we've already is he available on two, two of, ours? of ours? DeAndre Swift, and you've already mentioned. I'm assuming we're all in for him. Yeah, we are. Uh, I'm not <laughs> no because, well, yeah, I am. I suppose. Um, I didn't know he was available in the second one. I clearly haven't looked at it properly. But yeah, 175 yards and a touchdown is too much to... It still worries me. And and, and like I say, when I say I'm not fully in, 
he would be somebody I would be looking at on waivers and seeing, depending on where you are in the waiver priority and seeing where you can possibly pick him up because I'd like to see it happen again. But he's got the hallmarks. He has got the hallmarks of being one of those players that just falls off a cliff, I think, next week and they just play somebody else because the Eagles are a little bit like the Chiefs and you don't know who it's going to be from one week to the next. But he was that good and the, the passing game's not quite there that it could just be one of those where they just stick with him for a few weeks and he and he puts up similar numbers for the next few weeks. I do agree with yeah with what you said in terms of it Good. could e- easily uh, change. <laughs> but if he hasn't got the start in running back gig after that performance, there is something seriously wrong. I know. I just uh, yeah. I agree. And, no, I, I agree. I, that, and that's why I, that's why I picked him because I was like, he, you've got to he, if he's if he's available on your waiver wire, you've got to have a, a, a shot at him, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, and he had plenty of opportunity this week as well. Yeah, yeah. but he made the most of his opportunity. Well, and just just, that's o- what just you've over got to six do. yards to carry. Yeah, like when you're going down, what did he have week one? Two carries or something like that. Yeah, he just and to go from that to you're going to be carrying the workload. That, but that's the only reason. He's, that, that's it. I mean, that's the only reason he's at least on. Well, I didn't even know he was on the other one of our waiver wire because I've not checked. But um, the one I knew he was on is because somebody's looked at it and gone, well. That's that's not worth keeping hold of, and there's there's enough players to go at and see you get rid of him, and then he puts up those numbers. So. Yeah, it's the way it works, though. Which that, highlights is... why you should be a bit more loyal. Um, Possibly. Ian, Depends what you replace him with, though, doesn't it? What did they replace him with? Well, I know they brought in Puka Nakua, so. Oh right. no! no. <laughs> so, who knows? <laughs> I don't think it was. I think it was the dynasty that he was dropped in in that league. No, it was the one. I, the one I'm thinking of was he dropped it. He drops. It, it might not have been the same transaction, but he definitely dropped Swift and definitely brought in Puka Nakua. So, come on, works worked out one way. Yeah. I'd rather. Have, I think I'd rather have the running back though if it continues. Harder to find running backs putting up those sort of numbers yeah. than it is to find it wide is. receivers. Uh, my my waiver target this week is Kyron Williams. Yeah. Ka- Kevin Williams. As I typed in the group text today. So we've got Karen Williams and Jordan Dotson. <laughs> I um, made the wonderful decision to bring him in after waivers had ran last week. I was like, I think I might give him a shout. Brought him in. And then it was as if I was listening back to my own advice from last week's pod. Dropped him within an hour and brought in Rashawn Johnson instead. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely, no. and then just was like, oh, "I'll stash Rashawn Johnson instead." Like, I don't know, I'm stashing him for in redraft. Like, just, no. just get, yeah, absolute stupid mistake. Just going back to Swift, he was dropped for Jacoby Myers in redraft. Jacoby Myers that didn't play this week, yeah, and was never going to play because he didn't have a concussion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he was dropped in Dynasty. Uh, uh, it was for Puka, wasn't it? No, no, in Puka, Puka must have been drafted Puka, in Dynasty. Puka was um, Puka's on my taxi squad. Yeah, yeah. on yeah um, for Josh Kelly. This is, re- oh. this is really exciting for the people listening. You really want to know who who yeah. dropped who in our uh, <laughs> in was, our fantasy leagues? It was Sam in both. Yeah, Sam's fully out on Swift. Yeah, maybe back in this week. Yeah, um, Ian. So you were telling us about yeah, uh, still, still Karen. Karen Williams. I, mean, I said last week that he's back being fantasy relevant and then this week made himself very he did fantasy relevant he looks he looks good as well yeah he does but I, I have said I, was not, I wasn't buying into the Cam Akers loving that everyone else was buying into no. Cam Akers season 
that loving at the Rams is over for him. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Don't know what he's fallen out with McVeigh over this time. He, he he called his cat strawberry bland rather than ginger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Could happen. <laughs> to be fair. So yes, they just don't see eye to eye, do they? No. no. <laughs> the rumours are coming because he's back on the trade block. He didn't play last last night. I mean, it was a last sure. minute decision to make him. Inactive. inactive, but it was well. coach's decision though, so yeah. there's no injury whatsoever with no, it. No, so there's something something going on behind the scenes. So then Karen Williams stepped up, <laughs> it's RB1, 14 times, 52 yards and a touchdown, also catching 6 of 10, 48, and another TD, which equated to a whopping 28 points for any fantasy managers who put him in, yeah. or put him in and then took him out for Roshan Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't look like Cam Akers is going to come in. Going I, had to come a pretty, I had a pretty shocking week, mate. Like, yeah. Everything I do yeah. in fantasy at yeah, the moment. we'll cover that. I should give out, I should give out advice yeah. on what not to do. So yeah. just... I think even if even if Akers is back next week, Karen's done enough to... Yeah, yeah. It's, his, it's, his, it's his job it's his, now. It's his job now. Yeah. yeah. He's RB1 now. Yeah. I have to say, I've both of those two um, so, I've put I imagine he'll be available in quite a lot of leagues I did bring him in, quite in a lot of I did bring leagues. him in in Dynasty last week and kept hold of him so that's alright yeah Trade you. which I'm going to need <laughs> but if you look at my running backs in Dynasty they're just getting worse by the week well in, in most 18 leagues he's probably going to be available yeah I would imagine so talking to players that are going to be on uh, waiver wire sorry Pete is going to be Nico Collins of the Texans and he looked good as well he did he was one of the real bright sparks and I said at the start of this season that one of Nico Collins, John Mechie to be was fair Collins now, and Mechie the ones you got in Dynasty? It is, yeah. yeah. Um, and then he attempted to get tanked out. He, and, he will get tanked out. And, well. and still trying to get tanked out. I, but, I, I, can't, I can't imagine is anyone in the world in an eight-team Dynasty League that's got three Texans receivers no. You're looking at him. Or got, soon to be. You've not got time down yeah. yet. Boats, give me a call. He's putting oh, actually, can, can we go a week? Actually, Boats, just check your trade offers. Um, but I to said, be fair, by the time this goes out, if he's not checked his <laughs> trade offers, yeah. he, he doesn't. Um, yeah, Nico Collins, so far, he's been brilliant. He's had 13 receptions for 226 receiving yards. Now he has a quarterback who is very accurate. We're starting to see a little bit of the best of Nico Collins. He is CJ Stroud's number one target. He looks brilliant. Um, 146 receiving yards yesterday. He is the, a bit of more of a deep threat, whereas Tank Dell's a little bit more underneath. Uh, but on the Texans receivers, there was four, uh, nearly 60 points scored with um, Nico uh, Tank Dell and Bobby Trees yesterday and again not taking anything away from the Colts they were the better team but there's a lot of positives there. It's about there. the fourth time you've said that. The, the, Do you want to say were? again? No I'm alright. That is the last time who, I'm mentioning the Who did you think Colts. was the better team Ian? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about who was the better team. Nico well, Collins. Well, sorry, why, no. why are you talking about this? I'm just Random players that are suddenly relevant that shouldn't be relevant. Nelson Aguilar Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Oh, yeah. Teflon yeah. hands making catches. Can we go back? We should one last. We should go back to the the Texans though and CJ Stroud. I thought he did really well. It's not meant. It's not often that someone is the third best quarterback in a game and still looks like he's pretty good. So. 
I'm not even biting today. He <laughs> uh, did really well. CJ, I, I'm. I wanted Bryce Young as as everyone knows, but CJ has been brilliant. He is very much a pocket passer, and that opens up the door for Nico Collins. Um, currently third in receiving yards in the NFL after two weeks. I know it's only after two weeks, but you've got to take a Who's win second? every now and then. I don't know. I'm assuming Tyreek's Ty- Tyreek's won. So, All right. Brilliant. Just, don't know who yeah. second is. What's that? What good's that start if you don't know who, who he's behind? Because I don't care about who's ahead of us. I'm taking the small victories. It's somebody in the NFC because Nico is first be in Puka. the AFC. Might be Puka Nakua, actually. Probably is Puka Nakua. Yeah, I mean he's had twenty five catches. He's got, he's got off some yards going. Well, he's, he's two overall receiver. I'm not sure how he's doing on yards. Yeah. Moving it on nicely, we're going to talk about. Sorry, everyone, that was my bad. It's the selection think... nightmares. It's the selection <laughs> nightmares. Yeah. So, uh, Ian, selection nightmares. It is. So before we get into Selection Nightmares, I've actually just remembered that I should be making an apology. Oh, God. And you guys might not even have seen what I'm apologising for. Because on Saturday, I put a Selection Nightmares dilemma up on the socials. Right. On Twitter and Facebook. And it was Pete's. Pete, what was your Selection Nightmare last week? Madison versus... Alex Madison against Brees Hall. Against Brees Hall. So I put it up on the socials. And I'm apologising specifically to Alan Mead because he was the first person to vote on this. And then made me realise why I was being stupid. Because Madison played on Thursday. He played on the Thursday, <laughs> didn't he? Brilliant. <laughs> so now Good I'm, work. I'm now asking on the Saturday who Pete should play. <laughs> Surprisingly yeah. enough, Alan voted for Brees Hall. Yeah. Um, well, Alan, I'll, I'll that, again, like, yeah, that, oh, that was done? very disappointing. Alan was wrong. Yeah, am that I going was, first? Yeah. Should we do mine first? Yeah, you can do. Because I'm gonna apologise firstly for wasting everybody's time last week because <laughs> the Brees Hall versus Alex Madison between them they scored five points, so it just did not matter. <laughs> like, Brees Hall was so underwhelming yesterday. After what happened in week one, also Dalvin Cook didn't score anything either. No, he scored two points. Yeah. I think it's just. Uh, I literally I mean, the said Cowboy, last week the Cowboys were are go legit. The, the Cowboys D looks really good, but yeah. And I, because I, I even thought Zach Wilson looked all right for the first half, and I don't really blame the defeat on him. He he looked like he was moving the ball. He was good with his feet. He found a couple of. I mean, the pass to Garrett Wilson was fine, and but they just never got going. Like every time they gave Cook up, I mean, they give, give Hall the ball that many times. But every time they gave Cook the ball, he just got absolutely slammed four yards short of the line of scrimmage. It was ridiculous. So that was never going to work. So, yeah, I've decided to go for a couple of quarterbacks this week to discuss because, it, you know, they might at least might pull up some points and it might be a, de- a proper debate. <laughs> um, so this is in my dynasty team. So, obviously, we have Superflex. So we start two quarterbacks. Tua is in. He's this locked is in. half PPR. Yeah, Tua's, which doesn't matter because we're talking quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Um, Tua is locked in, despite only putting up 13 points last week, but he, he's locked in because he put up the points the week before and he's definitely capable. The I've gone with Justin Fields two weeks on the trot because he was my dropping. second round pick and I'm considered dropping in him. I am considering dropping him for this week. So it's between him and Geno Smith. 
Can you and say Gino Smith without smiling? And I'll give you I'll give you my theory behind why or what what's going through my head. So Justin Fields has got 15 and a half one week, 16 and a half second week. And the positive to Justin Fields is he looks terrible, but his floor's pretty high. His floor is about 13, 14 points because I mean yesterday he scored a touchdown on the ground. The week before he got 60 yards on the ground because of his rushing. I feel like he's not going to completely blow my week and like this week I got 16 and a half points it wasn't his fault that I lost I mean I would prefer it if he got 25 points but I'm not losing <laughs> because, I'm not losing because he's not putting up the points but this but the Bears look terrible and this week they are at the Chiefs and I can just see it not I mean I just cannot see where he gets 25 points from in that game on the flip side Geno Smith put up 23 points against Detroit last week and he's at home to Carolina this week. I'm not going to lie, Pete. It sounds like you've talked yourself into Gino. No, um, I haven't. Had, but the, the the problem I have with Gino is he is capable of doing what he did in week one and scoring nine points. Whereas I don't think Justin Fields will fall. Like, so Justin Fields gives me a little bit of a safer floor. But I think at, if if you ask me who's more likely to get 25 points this week, it's probably Gino. So perhaps we should do my selection nightmare at the same time as yours. Okay. Because some of my points relate specifically to your dilemma. Okay. So my selection nightmare is Drake London or DJ Moore. So London is this week six of seven, sixty-seven yards on a TD against the Packers, eighteen point seven points. DJ Moore six of seven, hundred and four yards, sixteen point four points against the Bucks. Both of these teams, both of these players, sorry, have games where they should be seeing a lot of usage. Cause the Falcons are playing the Lions and the Bears are obviously playing the Chiefs as you mentioned yep. so going up against high scoring offences both quarterbacks should be throwing more passes than usual can't imagine the Falcons being a run heavy game when they're chasing the Lions through two games Fields has completed 40 of 66 which equates to a 60.61 completion rate in two games he's thrown two TDs and three interceptions if he's going to be airing it out more against the Chiefs, it's not going to look good for Fields. No. Is yours in redraft? Yeah. Which is full pick. And he's playing me. And he's playing you. Yeah. So my consideration is Great London. So I'm thinking, if, we, if, we, if we can convince him to play DJ Moore, I'll put yeah. Fields in in that one. And then if Fields has a shocker, at least I know Ian's having someone who's got a shocker so as well. over two games has gone 34 of 50, which is a 68% completion rate, a full 8% more than Fields, and he's thrown the same amount of TDs with only one INT. So Desmond Ridder, statistically right now, is a better quarterback than Justin Fields. If you want, I'll come in with my opinion here. Start Gino. I will come in with my opinion here because you two are obviously having a dilemma. I'm completely out on the Bears now. Um, I'm not backing them. I them in our one of our little games side games that we do I'm out on them I'm telling you Gino Drake London for me Drake London proved that he he can be a wide receiver one last week granted he needs to do it again he needs to do it again and he needs to do it again he can't have that zero that he had in week one but if you look at the Falcons when they needed a, re- a re- reliable receiver and that was easy for me to say Drake London turned out to be that guy this week 
they will probably be down um, quite a bit because of the way that the Lions are playing, the Lions are scoring freely. The, the only thing that would worry me with Drake London is, are you doing what I've just done with Ayuk and chasing the points? Is he likely to have two weeks like that? Back to back. You could say the same for DJ Moore. Yeah. But DJ Moore had, what what was it, like six catches? I had it up a second. They were both six of seven this week. I'm just massively well, DJ underwhelmed with find... DJ Moore. DJ Moore for DJ the Moore went for 104 yards but didn't score. Yeah, but that's what I mean. DJ Moore's got, I mean, in this, he's got 13 points. So, in you know, he's got 16, 17 points. There's another, there's another level to him, whereas Drake London feels like he's more likely to come back the other way. But I, mean, I, I don't, I, I, I don't I think, think we've seen the best of Drake London, though. I think I would rather, I'd rather watch Ridder air it out than Fields air it out. Fields I area. I've got to be honest. I've, I mean, Fields chasing the Chiefs could be pretty horrific. I've got, I've got, um, yeah, I've got DJ Moore in my dynasty team, and he's firmly sat on the bench until I see something a little bit more. But I've got other options. If my other option was Drake London, I'd be tearing my hair out because <laughs> they're both, they're, both, they're basically the same player. I think they're both, they both got the potential to be a lot better than they've they've shown on a regular basis, and that one of them's going to have a really good week, and the other one isn't. And you've just got to try and it's a coin flip for me. Right, you're going to edge towards DJ Moore because you're playing me. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just. I, I'm. I've. I, I tend to. I tend to agree with. I tell you, it's a similar point to the one I've just made. I tend to agree with H. However, I think Drake London is boom or I think Drake London is a little bit more boom or bust. The Falcons could just go, right, that game was for Drake London, that suited him, and they could go back to the game plan for week one. And now it's Cal Pitsy's turn. And, yeah, and go, we're not just we're not targeting him at all. We're just going to take him out of the game and we're going to run the ball. And it might work. Whereas the Bears are going to have to try and get the ball to DJ Moore if they stand any chance of winning that game. Whether the, whether the, whether that whether Fields is good enough to actually find him or not is my issue. Like I don't know whether he can. So I think you, and it's the same with just... me. I think Geno Smith could have a could have a nightmare and end up with seven points. But whereas Fields is gonna Fields is gonna score, he could have an absolute shocker against the Chiefs and still score fifteen points because he's a running quarterback, and so he's gonna put up the. You know, like I said, like you read out the numbers, he scored. He's averaging sixteen points a week, and he scored two touchdowns. Always thrown for two touchdowns and and scored one on the ground. He's like he doesn't have to do a lot to put the points up because he can use his legs. But you, for for me, you just answered the question there though because you you said it worries you that Justin Fields is going to have to throw the ball this week. Why picking then? I know because he's a, it, I know but, he's a well, rushing you know, I know he's a rushing quarterback because he, he's but, kept, because he as he showed as he showed against the books yesterday when he hit. I can't remember the receiver, but he hits somebody at the back of the end zone. He Chase can Claypool. do it. It was Chase Claypool, you're right. He can do it. And that's the bit frustratingly watching it is he can do it. And that's what I'm saying. His ceiling is so much higher than Gino's. He could go out and put 30 points up, 35 points up. I 100% Gino agree Gino cannot with you. put 35 points up. It doesn't matter what he does. I agree with you. But... Fields could do that, but he's not going to do it this week. No, I, well, probably not. I, I, don't, I don't imagine he'd be rushing a lot with the Chiefs, against the Chiefs. Unless he's scrambling for his life. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't I don't imagine they'll be called a lot of design runs. So we're going with Gino. When he's chasing Gino and Drake. Gino and Drake. Right, let's do it. Mine we'll move on to H. Mine is Damien Pierce. We haven't Pierce. got time for yours. I know we've, <laughs> we've, we've just yeah. wasted too much time. Right, let, let me stop you there, H, because 
I'm going to pick whoever isn't it's Damien not, Pierce. Yeah. Not Damien Pierce <laughs> is the da- answer. Damien Pierce, but <laughs> even, um, even if it's Cam Akers, oh, <laughs> Damien Pierce or James Cook, and um, oh Jesus, do you have to play one of these oh. two? Uh, yeah. How is it you've got these dilemmas and you're like you're sat on like two oh, wins in every league that oh, we're two in? Two and zero, oh and this is your tough choice because I've picked really wisely my wide receivers for once. I I I said this on is this one full of the PPR. Very, no half PPR. James Cook was fantastic this week, and this is why I've decided. Like this is why it's actually made my decision harder. Damien Pierce is an RB one. So is James Cook, but. James, it's the Cook's bills. Not, James Cook's not getting the, the action at the goal line, is he? No, oh. Damien Harris got one, didn't he, this week? Yeah. Um, James Cook was 17 carries for 123 yards and four receptions out of four for 36 yards. He's, get, he's getting the work. He's it's the full work. PPR, I'd play James Cook. Half PPR. Well, who are the matchups there this week? Uh, Pierce has got the. I'll tell you, they've got the Jags. Uh, Jags the Bills. I've got the Commanders. I've got the Commanders. See, and the Commanders command, are. The Commanders D is decent. Yeah, the Commanders they D. Don't, they don't, so is their offense, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't get run over, the Commanders. But I also think the Texans are going to be massively down against the Jags. And as as we were against the Colts, as we were against the Ravens, constantly chasing. I'm not so, sure, I'm not so sure about the Jazz because they looked pretty suspect this week. Defensively, they were solid though. I think the offensively uh, they weren't great. Yeah, but would, like your whole point is you might have to chip, you might be chasing the game against the Jacks. Yeah, I, would, I don't think I'm you leaning will. James Cook. I think James Cook's James Cook's got the higher ceiling. I would lean that way. And I yeah, and uh, Damian Harris is Damian Pierce. Been, sorry, Damian Pierce. Has annoyed me two weeks running. And yeah. Damien Harris. And Damien. All the Damien's. Yeah, anyone called Damien, you can do one. <laughs> uh, shout out to all the Damien's out there. Yeah. Give us a follow. <laughs> like, and, and at a JMD Pod yeah. or something like that. <laughs> and a five star review. <laughs> Let's move it on to MVP. Uh, sorry, we're not on MVPs now. We're going to do. Um, we could do Keenan Allen again best if ma- you want. Yeah, best matchups this week. Um, Pete, I'm going to start. Us off with your one because I'm actually really excited by your one. Rashi Rice. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um I've tried to pick two that might people might be well, one that they might be on the edge of starting, but you should definitely start Jameer Gibbs this week. I've had him I've got him in one of our redrafts and I've had him two weeks and David Montgomery went looked like he went down with a reasonably serious injury yesterday. He's out. Yeah, so well there you go. So he's out. Jameer Gibbs is gonna be starting that in that game and have like... we officially seen the end of David Montgomery for the season then? No. No, I think Jameer Gibbs comes in. On, yeah. F- sets for the that. world yeah, on yeah, fire. Yeah. yeah. For, for that, that, that's Montgomery done. I think Montgomery is going to be the RB2 then. I don't, see the, I don't see the Lions being like that, but I think he will get a lot more of the... I think he will get a lot more of the focus. Um, so Jameer Gibbs is the first one for me. And the other one is, we just talked about the Chiefs and the Bears. The Bears are not very good. So one of the receivers for the Chiefs is going to go off and I'm putting my money on Rashi Rice this week. Why, why specifically Rashi Rice? Why not? I, because, because, I don't, Scanlin, because I don't why not trust Skymore. I don't trust Skymore. I know he got a touchdown this week. I don't trust Kadarius Tony. 
And I, I think Rashi Rice well, is just quietly going about his business. He seems to catch all of the all of his targets, and I think they're slowly moving him up. And I, I see a bit more of a six catches for 80 yards and a touchdown coming this week. Fair enough. I probably wouldn't start Rashi Rice if he's me. Why not? <laughs> well, it's the, same, it's the same as I got burnt by picking Pacheco. If you pick, if you pick any any if you pick anyone from the offense of the Chiefs that isn't Travis Kelsey, I didn't say it wasn't. Gonna, roll, I didn't say it wasn't a gamble. I was like, I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go out there so that next week when he calls off, I can go. I called that. I could. I mean, you know, the obvious one I could have gone with is like Christian McCaffrey is going to put up so many points on Thursday night. It's unbelievable. But yeah, you can't, but you can't just go with the play of the obvious ones. Everyone's going to start him, and and it's not really that much of a surprise if he finishes, finishes RB one on the week. Whereas when Rashi Rice finishes as a top went ten wide receiver this week, and you're you'll, smug, you'll smug all be like, Pete knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he I know does. he's 0-3 again, but he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Ian, which Texans uh, player that we're playing against are you going for this week? Christian Kirk. There you go. I knew there was going to be one. Christian Kirk. There's no, definitely no agenda. If there is an agenda. This, this is three weeks in a row. You've come up with players against the Texans. This is this this is actually more to do with Christian Kirk taking over as wide receiver one from Ridley. What makes you think that? I disagree with that as well. Week one, he played second fiddle. This week. 11 receptions off 14 targets. Christian Kirk was tar- was targeted. Trevor Lawrence targeted Christian Kirk 50% of the time. And everyone else took the rest of the 50%. 50%? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Christian Kirk got 50% of the receptions from Trevor Lawrence. And the rest of the receivers had to split the remaining 50% between them. So that's, you know, you say Jones, um, Cam Ridley, Evan Engram, all she had the remaining I was going to say, do you not think the... Um... The fact it was Ridley in week one and Kirk in week two. He's Ingram this week. It's going to be Ingram's game in week three. I might bring him in, stick him in. But again, like as H has mentioned, they are playing the Texans. True. I know the D did look all right. They've just let Richardson and Minshew take him for 31 points. Yeah. So we travel on as a QB, better weapons. I think multiple players from the Jags could have a good game this week. I fancy that as another high-scoring game. Yeah, yeah, but I think Christian Kirk is the one to put in. Yeah, okay. you, go, you go with a hot hand, don't you? Would you play so, him over Rashi Rice? Yes, okay. I would. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we shall see. And my second one is Jordan Addison versus the Chargers. Yeah, it's in two weeks the Chargers have given up the most points in the NFL, and they've given up 877 yards already, which is 400. Almost 440 yards a game. I know one of them was against the Dolphins, and it's Tyreek Hill and Tua. No, that's not what I was going to say. Go I'm gonna, I was go I was going to say something else about the Chargers, but I'm going to let you finish your point. Why? Because have you finished your point? No. <laughs> All right, well carry no. on then. Right, then. No, it's fine. Yeah. So against the Dolphins, gave up 466 passing, 70 rushing. Titans 200 passing and 141 rushing. So that equates to 666 air yards, which is 76% of the yards they're giving up. So it's good news for receivers. Against the Chargers. Yeah, I think the Vikings could put up some points this week. Yeah, this week they'll be trying to shut down. I'm just, hoping some of it will go to Alex Madison because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm at the edge of falling out with him. But it's, it's looking like the only way they're going to be able to stop Justin Jefferson is by double teaming him because they can't really stop anyone at the minute. Yeah, which obviously opens up opportunity for Jordan Addison, who's already impressed so far in two games in his rookie season. 
Who's the lad? Two who, TDs in two games. Who's the lad who's playing defense for the Chargers? Who's trying to get himself thrown out of the game? Darwin James. Do, is it doing James? He's going to do something to Justin Jefferson and get himself thrown out of the game, and <laughs> really he's been he's been thinking about it for like three weeks. On the subject of the Chargers, H, where was your boy Herbert yesterday when they needed the points to score to get them you just, the win in you, overtime? You, you literally just heard Ian's, Ian's stat there. But no, they, hang their on. defense this has is... given up the most. But this isn't the. the but this is my point. Everyone. No, keeps this put... is my point. Yeah, but listen, you listen to what I'm Herbert. saying to you. Listen to what I'm saying You're to you. Salting on Herbert. Listen to what I'm saying You're to you. Salting on Herbert. They got to. They got to overtime. They won the toss. He had the ball. If he's as good as everybody keeps pulling out, that should have been it. They just, didn't even get a field goal. Like, that's not the, oh, that's not on the defense. That's him. He's got the ball. If he is a quarter of a billion pound quarterback, like you need your quarterback. When Mike Williams is on the field, Keenan Allen's on the field. You've got you've got the players you need. It's it's that is at the point where you step up and go right. That happens in Mahomes once. He had thirteen seconds and he got them into field goal range in a playoff game. That's why everybody thinks Mahomes is better than Herbert. I didn't. I did not say at any point that, <laughs> that Herbert was not as good Spriggered. as Mahomes. No, but I'm just saying that's why people get. That's why people question whether Herbert is elite or not. And I think he's a top quarterback. But those are the moments that that people remember. Yesterday, 305 passing yards, two TDs. 305 passing yards was not good enough because his defense is terrible. They should not have given up 27 points to the Titans. That's facts. You can. How many, how many uh, did he get? Three hundred and five. My argument to that is, Kirk Cousins got three hundred and sixty-four and four against the Eagles. That's that doesn't make him better than Justin Herbert. I didn't say it did. No, it definitely no, doesn't make him better than Mahomes. Your point is when when it matters. Wrong. This is the no. This is the point your with Kirk Cousins wrong. is that everybody knows when it matters, he can't do it. And that's why he's a second-tier quarterback. And when it mattered yesterday, Justin Herbert did not get the job done against what we've all agreed is. I think you had the Titans to finish yeah. bottom of the division. We've all agreed they're not a great side. And I get that the defense is rubbish, and Ian's just made that point. But when they when they had the ball in overtime, it just it shouldn't have come down to the. It Herbert have come down can't to the do deal. more for the Chargers though. He literally cannot. He could have do just more. explained to you how he could have done more. Uh, I completely disagree. Are you saying that he's not got the ability to do more? Oh no, right, okay. In that case, we that agree. <laughs> and what's Justin Herbert doing? He's best. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Justin Herbert is carrying the him, Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Williams yesterday as well. Eckler week one. They can't do any more. They can't keep putting up thirty they points. To, they can because you've got miss. to do it. You've yeah, no, I know. I I completely understand what Offense you're saying. Defense wins games. Yeah, defense wins championships. Exactly. You can't. You can't. But you, they're not winning the offense. They win the game. They're they're going going <laughs> Every week, Herbert is scoring thirty points. Uh, what is it? Twenty-four points yesterday. Yeah, but, twenty. But, but twenty-four. Look at your two bad games doesn't mean you're a bad player. Exactly. Like two good games doesn't mean you're a great player. But Burrow's got moments. That's what I mean. When I think about, if you think about Joe Burrow, you can go back to games against the Chiefs and moments where you go, actually, yeah, he was brilliant elite. in that. Was, yeah. I can't think of one moment. And that's like, like I said, I think Justin Herbert's great and I think he will get there. But at the moment, when people, and what I'm trying to explain to you is when people get on his back, it's be- because of days like yesterday. I, I understand what you're saying. I, I do completely understand what you're saying. 
I just think he hasn't. He just doesn't have the support to be able to do it. He should have used Joshua Kelly more. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. Is that is that Justin Herbert's shout? Yeah. And I say I don't know if he's. I don't know. I don't really rate Brandon Staley, but the point is, I think you give that ball to Trevor Lawrence in that situation with that supporting cast around him, and he would have gone down the field and at least got a field goal. You can't come off. You cannot come off the field without scoring some points, and just go into the Titans. All you've got to do is get in field goal range, and you go. Knowing how bad your D is as well. Yeah, you've you've got you've got to find a way. And if he was that good, he would have found a way. I just think anyway. solid. I'm like, solid about anything. Like. I, I like that my Edison matchup has just turned into this whole. <laughs> yeah. Argument between you two. Who no. are you talking about? Addison. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, Addison. John Addison's got a great matchup this week, and yeah. Pete just went off on. Who's yours, H? Um, I've gone Kenneth Walker. Um, the reason I've gone Kenneth Walker is he uh, a couple of I've I've got him a couple of, in a couple of leagues, and I have been debating whether to put him in or whether to put him out purely because we weren't sure on the uh, Charbonnet or as you guys like to call him Carbonet. Um. He's clearly RB1 now in Seattle. He's going up against Carolina, which obviously you mentioned with your Geno Smith one. For me, I just think he's going to have a really good game again. He he did okay this week at uh, two touchdowns. I know he didn't get many yards, but he did his job and he's scoring points. Um, My other one's Debo, and it's uh, both of these players I've got and both players I put in this week and was really happy that I made that decision to put them in. Debo scored 22 points I think it was and had a great game. Ayu got a little banged up so that probably helped him. CMC is CMC. He's a freak. Um, I think if Ayuk is a little bit banged up going into uh, this week, chances are Debo sees a few more aerial targets and um, I'd just like he looked yeah. good yesterday, Debo. Yeah, he, look, he looked back back to his some I th- of his best form. I think that could be one of my best pickups this year. Um, I know I got Herbert in the ninth round of one redraft league, and I think I got Debo in the seventh of my other one. Um, Debo going against the Giants as well. Giants defense looked pretty terrible until the second half. So if they start slow against San Fran, they're going to get absolutely gonna destroyed. Let Joshua Dobbs, but- well, the, the Giants across two games haven't recorded a single sack or INT. Yeah, and that just it just stinks. You give of Brock getting, Purdy yeah. time; he's going to absolutely rip him. <laughs> yeah. So, so when we're, when we're looking at this section, I was going to go with Ayuk because he's not as obvious as, as, as Debo. Debo. Yeah, I think like, like playing Jags against you this week. Yeah, multiple players are going to have a good game this week. Yeah. For the for the 49ers. Yeah. I worried me because he went down early and then they never he sort of it was only on he the came field back like, on though. I know, but he was only on about half the time and I was like, what is going on with him? So Yeah. yeah. Basically anyone playing the Giants day is elite. You can stick in. Yeah. Move it on to predictions. So Prediction time. Pete, over to you. You have a moment to show. We are two games short this week. <laughs> so um so we, I haven't got the full stats and we will we'll update everybody next week but um, we were all pretty close so far or we are all pretty close so far this week the ones that we all went for that got, we got wrong which I just thought would be worth highlighting we all had the Lions oh, yeah. to beat the Seahawks and we all had the Chargers to beat the Titans 
And if Justin Herbert could do his job properly, then, then <laughs> at least one of those would have been salty. Pete, one of those would have been right. You're just a hater. So out of the 14 games that have gone so far, and this is going to change because we've all sort of gone for different things. In fact, we have all gone for different things in the in the Monday night games. Uh, Ian, you are eight and six. Me and H are nine and five. The podcast was eight and six. There's Ian. The po- we, one of us seems to be dragging the podcast down on a weekly basis. Yeah. So our overall doesn't seem to be that good. But yeah, we've taken one off you. Although you've got Saints and Browns tonight. I've got Panthers and Steelers. And H has got Saints and Steelers. So one way or another, it's all gonna change. that's going to move around and change. So we'll have a bit of an update on that. So quickly running through the week three schedule. Thursday night football, we've got Giants at 49ers based on what we've just said. It's not even going to be close this Niners. one, I don't think. Yeah, I think. I could see that being 14, embarrassing. 14, 15 points. Especially with the news that Saquon's now out. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what the line's like on that, but I would imagine it's at least seven for 49ers. Yeah. Who, yeah. who looks who look yeah. good. Yeah. Colts at Ravens. Ravens. Same. Ravens. On the basis that I don't think I'd love I'd love you to beat them. I've got Kevin Keegan in. I'd, I'd love I'd it. I'd love it. On the basis that I don't think Richardson will be playing, I'm going to go Ravens. If Richardson was playing? I'd probably be tempted. Oof. I'm all bought in, mate. <laughs> well, did you see that first quarter yesterday? <laughs> uh, Titans at Browns. Browns. Browns as well. It's oh, a clean sweep for the first three. I imagine it's going to be for the first four as well. Falcons at Lions. Lions. I'm going to go Lions as well. Uh, Lions. I just want to say, though, I'm really enjoying watching the Falcons. Well, I'm enjoying watching Bijan and Tyler Algier because they are brilliant, especially on fa- for fantasy football. Do you know what? I'm going to go Falcons. I picked them to win the division. They're 2-0. and out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with them. Did you see um, the the videos of Ridder as well? Like that dude is pumped up. Like I was quite. He, played, he seemed I, to play quite well yesterday. He did. So it was, it was I, quite I'd a nice rate him, really, well, but if I was a quarterback, I'd be excited being allowed to throw the ball. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a quarterback and he just went, Matt no, Smith just went, just give it to B. John Robinson. Don't need you to throw it. Stand it off for me. Oh, how I, I wouldn't be pumped up at all. How. Ballsy was the fourth and one call yeah, as well. That could have gone really wrong. Yeah. I but mean, well, granted, when you're handing it off to a dude like Bijan, you're kind of like, yeah. And that's, that's, right. that's why they want a minute. Yeah. Uh, when are you getting your Bijan Robinson tattoo? Uh, <laughs> on my leg, I think. I said when? I've already I've already booked it in. It's next week. Fantastic. Have you even got him in any fantasy teams? No. <laughs> I tried to. It's sad that. No, because it, it, I, I was picking... How much are you trying now? What would you give up for? Like this, is, we haven't got time for this. But what would you give up for Bijan Robinson? <laughs> we haven't got time for it, but we're doing it anyway. The, the only person that's on Dynasty. Yeah, we know who's got Bijan in Dynasty. We know he wants Javante Williams. So <laughs> yeah, I'll do. I'll much, do a straight trade. How much? How much would you add to Javante Williams? I I know who that person is going to be trading with, and he's the worst trade partner <laughs> to possibly even try and trade with so I don't f- I'd throw, in, throw stuff at him though just to make it interesting no. No. I might have a look at your roster and suggest something later anyway, no because you'll try and give away Jefferson and Saints, it's not happening no that would be too much Saints at Packers Saints and we know who H is going with I'm going Packers and I'm assuming the, you're, you're just going to go Saints I am going the Saints but this one this one was the one for me this week that I struggled 
with. I, I, I quite like Jordan Love at the minute. He's playing well. He's he surprised me quite a lot. Is he fitter than Derek Cardo? No. Right. Not even close. Texans at Jags. Jags. It's not even going to be close. Yeah. That's a clean sweep for the Jags. Um, Broncos at Dolphins. Dolphins, and it's not going to be close. Dolphins. The way the Broncos played them. It was an amazing Hail Mary, though. Yeah. They'll marry they need a load of them against the Dolphins. <laughs> Every play needs to be that. Um, so far, Ian, you and H are in lockstep for first seven games. <laughs> I think it changes here. Charges at Vikings. Well, it might not actually. Who would have thought that both of these teams would be zero two? I am. Me. I am done backing the Charges to do anything, so I'm going Vikings. You just love Kirk Cousins. No, I'm just thinking. Uh, I think. I think this will be one of the highest scoring games of the week. Um, I'm going to back my boy Herbert just okay. be- because I want him to absolutely school Kirk Cousins so that I can come it's back to you in. next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with HMC in charges on the basis that charges. I reckon Eckler's going to be back. I don't think it matters. Herbert will find a way to lose it. <laughs> Patriots <laughs> at Jets. Oh, I want to I wanna hear your thoughts on this one first, Pete. I, You're a resident Jets fan. I don't think Firstly, I'd just like to say that I think the um, if you'd have offered me one and one after the first four plays <laughs> of week one, I would have taken that. And if you remember when we went back, we did the Jets. I said if they get to three and three, they've got a chance. And I think that's even more prevalent now. If they get to three and three and they can find a way to get this offense moving, then I think that defense against at least against the bottom half of the NFL is going to absolutely dominate and I don't think Zach Wilson's going to have to do that much this one's going to be difficult but I've got a feeling at MetLife or whatever they call it that I think the Jets will do it this week so I'm going to go Jets I'm with you on that I am as well I think oh clean sweep for the Jets yeah. the Patriots offense isn't, isn't incredible no I think the Jets defense can lock him down, and then Zach Wilson has to do not very much. That's it. I don't think he. And if you watch the game, we we could talk about this, but we probably shouldn't. If you watch the game yesterday, it was pretty tight until the second half, and then the the like he sort of then he had to start making plays, and then he was forced into to making mistakes. And I don't think there was one point they got just after the Garrett Wilson touchdown. Source Gardner should have had a pick six. It yeah. should have gone the other way. Yeah. And he, I mean, he will be awake all night. He'll be waking up in the middle of the night with hot sweats, just thinking about it because it should have gone the other way. And then it's 14 10 to the Jets. And despite how dominant the Cowboys' D were at all points, then that would have made the game a little bit different. But that's the kind of, that's the kind of defensive performance that they need to have. And they need Garrett Wilson to come up with the odd bit of magic. And I think they can stumble through the season to get enough wins that they're, they're in playoff contention with three or four games to go, which yeah. if you offered me that now, I'd, I'd take it because without Aaron Rodgers, I think that'd be a result. Um, Bills at Commanders. I'm going Bills. Bills. Uh, yeah, I think we'll all go Bills. I think the Bills... There's a lot of agreeing quite, going on for week yeah, three. I think the Bills started to look a little bit... Well, they looked a lot better than they did. Uh, a lot of rust came off last week. Uh, Panthers at Seahawks. Seahawks. 
uh, I went Seahawks as well, yeah. Clean sweep. Yeah. Seahawks. That's how many? One, two, three, four. We're 11 games in and UNH have still agreed on every one. This is where it's going to differ. Proper little loving. (laughs) (laughs) Cowboys at Cardinals. Go on then. I'm going to go Cowboys and I'll let each differ. No, I'm going Cowboys so Ian can differ. There's not a lot of anybody differing this week. No. Uh, Bears at Chiefs. Chiefs? Yeah, Chiefs. Without a doubt the Chiefs. Steelers at Raiders. I'm taking the Steelers. I'm taking the Steelers as well. Oh my word! I'm taking the Raiders. That's is that that's Sunday night, isn't it? Sunday night football. Yeah. Yeah, and there's there's two Monday night games next week. Two Monday nights again. Yeah. Eagles at Bucks. Eagles. I can't back Baker again. Eagles, yeah. Yeah, Eagles. Clean sweep on Eagles. And Rams at Bengals. Bengals first win of the season. Agree, yeah. I agree with Ian on all of them. Well, that's not going to get you anywhere, is it? Bengals. Am You're I going not. Bengals or am I going Rams? Based on your newfound love for Puka Nakua. It's not newfound. I think your fan was first on Puka. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's only because you said, I don't know how to pronounce his name, so no, I'm just going to go with him. I, um. No, I'm going to go Bengals. As much as you keep letting me down, picking you every week. Right, that's 16 games and you two have agreed on it all, so it all comes down to whether I'm right or you're right. (laughs) So good luck tonight, lads. And then I'll, um, depending on when we record next week, I'll update you on where we're at after three weeks. Yeah, perfect. Excellent. Great to see you both. Um, Remember, follow us on all of the social media platforms it's at jmd pod on your facebook twitter and instagram and if you want to email in it's jmd podcast at outlook.com thanks very much for listening